Welcome to today's episode of Harmony Beats Balance. I am joined by two special guests and dear friends, Lauren and Leslie. We're going to talk about these award-winning women and these women that run their own companies, their founders, their CEOs, they're doing great work in their respective spaces. They also have worked together on a collaborative book called Together We Rise. I'm holding it up. I wish you could all see it. The Lady Leaders Book Club is in the house representing. Welcome, Leslie and Lauren. Thank you so much for having us. I'm so excited to be here. I always love talking to you. Yeah, thanks, Dana. So let's launch in. What we want to do for International Women's Month is talk about why this book, why now, and it's a collaborative effort. You pull together an incredible list of women and get this book on amazon.com. It's called Together We Rise, a collection of stories from women who came together during a global pandemic, exemplifying the power of women, supporting women. It's part of the Ladies Leader Book Club. And the foreword is by Lauren and Leslie, but also their own personal stories about becoming and being the change are highlighted in this book. I really encourage you to share it after you read it. So why now? Let's start with you, Leslie. Why this book? Why now? Uh, Well, thank you again, Dana, for having us on the program. The timing was actually uh, interesting and and perfect. Everything came together in a really beautiful way when we decided to actually write the book. And I'll give you, if you don't mind, just I'll take us a step back and maybe share the origin story, which we'll get to the answer of the of the why now. And we, during the pandemic, before the pandemic, there were a group of us who were coming together at an industry conference for a dinner to celebrate our dear friend, Joyce Russell. And she was just about to launch her book, Put a Cherry on Top. Uh, life lessons in generosity and and leadership. And we had this dinner planned. We were all getting together. And the interesting thing was, so I was pulling together the dinner, inviting different people. Not everyone knew each other. People were kind of, some were really close. Some had, you know, we're going to meet each other for the first time. Well, that was March, 2020. As you can imagine, the pandemic hit, we had to cancel the dinner and we thought, well, we can't cancel the celebration. We still need to celebrate Joyce. So we hosted a Zoom, which everyone at that point was jumping on Zoom or Teams or whatever their um, choice of video conferencing was. And we did a book club together, basically came together, talked about Joyce, her book. She shared her story and her journey. And during that meeting, someone said, you know, we should do a book club. Now we had no idea what was happening in the world. And we kind of came together and said, yes, let's do this book club. We ended up cooking together, working out together all via Zoom. And really, if you look at the women who are in the book, you had some first-time CEOs, you had um, women who were changing jobs. We had to find kind of a unique way to come together. So why now, when you look at the statistics, so fast forward two years later, one of our guest authors, she actually heard our story and said, you should publish a book. And what did we do? Yes, let's publish a book. Absolutely. Talk a little bit about that. But the why now, women supporting women, when you look at the statistics that it's going to take 136 years, thanks to COVID, we added another 36 years, so 136 years to reach equality. And when we started sharing the stories of the women coming together to support one another and thinking about our own journeys where a lot of times women were not supporting each other, 
we had to come forward and show the power of what can happen when women support women. And we refuse, refuse to take the statistic of 136 years. And we feel like by coming together, sharing our stories, doing the book, we can do just that. How can we lessen that gap? How can we reduce that number in a shorter amount of time? So there is no better time than the present when it comes to making change. So before I go to Lauren, Leslie, you brought up so many important points and it almost sounds like you're putting the gauntlet down on this show. And remember our listeners hear it on the radio on two parts of the Hawaiian islands on Kauai and on Oahu. And this is a podcast. So whether you're a listener, who's an up and coming person, someone underserved or upper underrepresented, if you're a CEO or a founder, if you're a man, if you're a woman, if you're transgender, if you're on Hawaii and you know what this means, you're in the middle of your mahu, it doesn't matter. We're talking to you, get on board with what Leslie's saying and let's help women and let's help underrepresented and underserved people in less than 136 years, let's go for, I don't know, it sounds sick just to say it, but let's try to shorten it to 50. That would be Herculean as it were. So on that note, very sobering, Lauren, talk to us about how this part of the journey working with Leslie in tandem with 15 women worked for you in terms of publishing this book and the stories. Well, I I have a different perspective because when I came into this, I had I opened my business on March 2nd of 2020. Our meeting that Leslie refers to was on March 9th of 2020. And so and here I was, a 46-year-old entrepreneur who felt like I had just been beaten up enough in corporate America, you know, and a lot of the beatings came at the hand of our mouth of other women. And so I just decided that I'd had enough. And I, Leslie knew, she saw, saw that I needed a friend, right? And she extended her hand to me and invited me to that dinner. And when, you know, we decided to make it a book club and, you know, I quickly put together a logo and then, then the recruiter in me kicked in and we had Heather Monahan and Erica Keswin and Dr. Stephanie Johnson. We had Michelle Prince, we had Gick Yaddis. We have had some amazing, and when we saw the women that we could attract and the topics we could talk about and, you know, where we were making change within our own lives. It just, the, the momentum was, you just, you couldn't look away from it. And then the women in that group affected my life in a number of ways. My first three customers were lady leaders. And then I've continued and added lady leaders that I've worked with within the team and helped their organizations thrive. And so, you know, they, they helped me achieve some amazing goals my first year. And, and boy, did they help me knock it out of the park my second year. So I, I not only was impacted fr- from the emotional relationships and support and mentorships that I'd really never had outside of Rana, who I recognize um, a number of times, but in a career, in a financial way, they lifted me up. So it, it's very, it's a very powerful and tangible tale. It's such a tale of collaboration across women of different backgrounds, ethnicities, socioeconomic statuses, geographies. This is a global concern, right? Women helping women across the world. And so you really inspire us and our listeners to reach out a hand and to lift others up. And, you know, this whole notion of together we rise, it's a lot faster together than it is alone, right? (laughs) 
Yeah. And, you know, I was just talking to another a younger woman today and, you know, some of this is, is environment. You know, many of us were fighting because there was one seat at the table and we're all clawing for it, right? But women's, our biological response to stress is tend and befriend. And yet, because we're put in these fierce situations where there is, there are scraps at the table for us to claw at, you know, we ultimately end up clawing at each other. And it's just, you know what? I, I, I say, no, we build our own damn table and we'll sit down and, and, and we will, we will help one another rise. I just, I just will not subscribe to that anymore. And I, I told Leslie very early on, I went and buried the hatchet with every woman that there might have ever been conflict with and said, I will no longer be a part of the problem. I just refuse. That reminds me of movies with Diane Keaton and Jack Nicholson. I can't think of that movie, but right. You go around and you make amends and let's face it. We've all screwed up. We've all done shit. We're not proud of. And some of it is situational and relative, especially when women versus women, Leslie, you brought this up earlier. I want to come back to you on that. When women actually take each other apart, when women tear each other down, what would you say to those women that are both doing the tearing down and on the receiving end of being torn down? What advice would you give? Uh, Just stop (laughs) and figure out why. If you think about it, there's probably, there could be a deep rooted reason. Sometimes it stems from lack of confidence, imposter syndrome, so many different things. And, you know, everyone has a different belief on if imposter syndrome exists or doesn't exist, but People feel like they have to act like a man. Like, what is it that's causing you to do that and get to the root of that? Uh, Erica Heisen's chapter in the book, I love it, talks a lot about um, there just isn't time for negativity. There just isn't. We have too much we need to do. So why add to the years instead of take off the years when it comes to finding equality? Because they're really working against it. So having open conversations to find out why. Uh, Mary Lucas has a great book, Lunch, Meat, and Life Lessons, and she has a chapter about finding the like. So I try to find the like. There's got to be something there. <laughs> there isn't, I can't fix you. Dana, you and I talk about this a lot. Like Some people just need deep-rooted psychological help, but figure it out. What is your why? Why are you that way? And just stop. There is no time for negativity. It's so funny you bring that up. So in some of the work I'm doing, we're revamping an old, old, old show called Bob Newhart. For those of us old enough to remember, great. And those of you that aren't, I can't talk to you. Go look it up on YouTube. It's Bob Newhart. And the episode was called Stop It. And this poor woman is bringing him, he's a psychologist on the show, and she's bringing him all these woes and worries and fears. And most of them, of course, aren't real because fear is false evidence appearing real, but it feels real. And it really sends us down into a, a spiral. And he basically prescribes to her for every fear she has, whether it's a fear of flying or feel a fear of not getting promoted or a fear of not being a good mother. His two words to her are stop it. So we're actually modernizing that video right now and some of the work we're doing. So stay tuned for that and stop it before it starts. So Lauren, you said tend and mend. Did I hear you correctly? Tend and befriend. Oh, tend and befriend. I heard it as men because that's what I typically do because we're nurturers, right? We, we we're are the gatherers. Yes. Tend and befriend, tend and mend. I mean, this it's the same thing. Like when we're in crisis, we you know, by nature want to come together. There are a million studies on, on women's behavior. Um, and, and, and this is our, you know, sort of biological response. And yet 
we counter, we, we go against that when, you know, we are put in this, and there are other biological studies on this, you know, fierceness that women have in, in these types of situations and, and call it situational, call it, you know, call it whatever, just stop. If there's another woman at the table, you know, or you are the only woman at the table. And this is what I found to myself doing lately. You know, I was asked to do a panel and I was like, only if there's 50% representation, you know, and, and start kind of putting your foot down when you now are in a position to, to say those things. If you see that Leslie says it all the time, if you see something, say something. It's so good to hear that you are pulling through these incredible tools and making them power inside of your own lives, inside of your career, with your family, with your friends, with community, and with your own well-being. Those five facets I always talk about on my show and in my book and all the work I do, because let's face it, we all are multifaceted and women are wearing too many damn hats. Leslie, I want you to react to that. Always wearing too many hats. Um, Dana, what's the statistic you told me for every how many times you say yes, you should say no? 10. 10, 10 times to say no to every one yes. Is that Correct. right? That's it. It's probably the polar opposite of that. The polar opposite of that. And it, it takes a lot of discipline to work on it, but I always have you in my head. I'm like, oh gosh, Dana would kill me. I need to say no. And I'm going to find a way to count. I'm going to talk to your son. He'll probably (laughs) tell me he's old enough now to be my insider. So Lauren, for you, when you make such an important statement of 50% or more representation, or I'm not joining, what's the reaction like typically? Would you share with our listeners? How's that received? I mean, so far it's been, it's been very positive. Like I didn't even think about that. Oh my goodness. And I think that's, that's the thing, you know, Kendra and I were talking um, just today, Kendra Cato, she's an author, author of the book. And it's none of this for the most part, none of this is purposeful. None of this is with intent, but it, it's simply being blissfully unaware, not knowing that that you know, ignorance is potentially costing somebody else representation or an opportunity. And so when you see something, say something, take it as an opportunity to educate. You know what I know? And Leslie and I talk about addressing these issues, you know, with, with men or, or what have you. And just, you know, and I'm certain that that's not the way that you meant to say that, or I'm certain that's not the, the way it was meant for me to receive, but that's the way that I'm receiving it. And so oftentimes the response is really positive and it's simply just being, you know, ignorant to, mm-hmm. to thoughtfulness. On the flip side of that, Lauren, more women need to say yes. Absolutely. To those speaking opportunities. Because being a planner of events and hearing people complain when they look on stage that there aren't enough men speaking, a lot of times women don't say yes. Their confidence or the evil DJ we talk about plays in their head why they shouldn't be on the panel. What would I say? What if I say the wrong thing? Um, we need to be able to help coach and encourage more women to say yes. Yeah. So what happens here is with what these amazing women are sharing with us listeners, I want you to just sort of put a mental picture in your head. Since you can't see them, I have the pleasure of seeing them. What they're sharing with you is there's a way to navigate that's different than the way we've gotten where we are now. And we start right now, right the second, right here, right now, today. So have hard conversations, put your line in the sand, say yes when it counts, say no when you're not into it, and bring others up along the way. Because if you don't see it, when you're thinking it and sensing it and feeling it, and you don't say it, if you see it 
and you're feeling it and you're thinking it and you're sensing it, you better open your mouth and say it. Cause let me tell you for every one of you that doesn't, there's another thousand that won't either. And so if we're going to take that gauntlet and get our reduction of 136 years to 50, I pray it's sooner than that, but even that seems really daunting. We have to start speaking up and we have to start saying yes to the things that count and no to the things that don't. Now, it's a personal decision, right? So there's all this ability to collaborate and be global and help other women and other disadvantaged people. It's still a very personal decision. So I urge each and every one of you to take what works, what resonates, what Leslie and Lauren shared today, apply it to yourself as it makes sense. And if it doesn't, that's okay too. Take what works and dump what doesn't. So before we have to wrap, we have two quotes. Every show, the listeners know, our special guests have a quote that they like to share. Leslie, you have one from Maya Angelou. And would you share it with us now? Let nothing dim the light that shines from within. And my chapter in the book around Be the Change is really around finding that confidence and not letting others shut your light down. So to find it and to let it shine. That is why I love that quote so much. And we love that you use that quote in the book and on today's show. And may all of our listeners find their light and amplify it after listening to today's show. Lauren, you talk about Brene Brown's quote. We love her. Let go of who you think. Why don't you go for it and tell us about that quote? Let go of who you think you're supposed to be and embrace who you are. And in my chapter, Becoming, you know, I talk about becoming the best version of myself and really not, you know, I'm a Jones. And yet here I was comparing myself, everybody's trying to keep up with the Jones over here. Right. And yet here I was comparing myself to everybody and, you know, becoming sort of, I don't want to call myself a victim, but you know, a version of consumption that just is unhealthy. You start the things that you start acquiring because you think you have to be something that, that you just really aren't start weighing so heavily on you. And and I open my chapter with breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out, because I have so much anxiety and uh, I have severe social anxiety. So for anybody that thinks they don't want to say yes to a speaking opportunity or what have you, let me be here to to share with you that it can be done regardless of whatever anxiousness you might have around it. You just need a group of like this, uh, some supporters, some mentors that are going to be out there in the audience to tell you that it's all going to be okay. Without them, I, I don't know that I, you know, I'd be in the same position, but that, that quote of becoming the best version of yourself is, is really dependent upon you are the five people that you, you surround yourself with. And so you best put some thought and care into that. And so I'm fortunate enough to have these 15, 14 amazing women um, in my circle that, that are now helping me rise. And, And that's what it's all about. Well, you have a permanent spot, ladies, with me on this show and in the work that we're doing here at Harmony Beats Balance, because as Dana Mahina likes to say, we're all connected for a reason and we're all women of the moon. So Lauren, how do people find you to connect? You can find me on LinkedIn. I have a vanity URL, the goat leader, a little goat next to my name. Super easy to find Lauren B. Jones. You can also find me at Lauren at leapconsultingsolutions.com or leapconsultingsolutions.com. And that is GOAT, G-O-A-T. Listen to a past episode of our podcast. We'll put it in the show notes where we talked about that. It was not GOAT yoga, by the way. It was GOATs in business. It was pretty cool. Thank you. Leslie, where do people find you to connect? 
Uh, thank you, Dana. LinkedIn's probably the best place. And it's Leslie Vickery, V as in Victor, I-C-K-R-E-Y. And I look forward to continuing the conversation when we connect. I am so grateful. Our listeners got so much out of today's show. It was really power packed with great advice and sage wisdom. And most importantly, your energy around this book, Together We Rise, go out and buy it. Thank you all so much. Until the next time, ahui ho. So as a follow-up to today's guests with Leslie and Lauren and the Lady Leaders Book Club, I just want you all to know how hard it is to write a damn book. So if you are working on a book, you're an aspiring author, you've written a book, maybe you're on your second book, blessings to you. I, I keep saying I'll do it and then don't even start putting pen to paper or fingers to keyboard. It's because it's so difficult. And what I loved about Leslie and Lauren's approach is that they featured 15 women in this book. And Together We Rise has 15 separate mini stories of women's journeys, best advice, things they felt and dealt with. And if you have felt things and dealt with things that relate to them and vice versa, that's how we start to rise. So when you listen to today's episode, listen back to it. If you replay it, remember you're a multifaceted gem and you get this one life to be your best self, at least this go around on the merry-go-round. So take the ride, be your highest self, listen and learn from others and share your stories. Ete <laughs> <laughs>